Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. I'm Max Pisano. And I'm Joseph Pisano. Each episode we'll be talking real estate, banking and mortgages, sharing insights into the market and updates on the bank's view on mortgages and investment loans. And also give you an opportunity to ask questions to help you make a better informed decision. So let's get into it, shall we? Okay, well, how are you, Joe? It's um, the 9th of December. Yeah. Oh, it's and only one, how many days to Christmas? I can't do that. Not math. long. It's, uh, it's in mid-afternoon. We're just, uh, the lunch is just uh, settling down now. That's right. We just had a, a, a nice pizza from the boys there at Ferrari again. Um, thank you to Sam and yeah. to uh, Andrew and the boys. Yeah. And Michael, of course. Michael, yeah. Andrew um, wasn't there, day off, but... Um, yeah, thanks to the boys, it was good. No, they do a nice, uh, they do a nice pizza. And I've got to tell you, Joe, it, it it feels like COVID was years ago now outside. It is so busy. The yeah. roads are busy. The shops are busy. Yeah, we seem to um, the car park here is busy. That's for sure at Chadston. Um, and uh, yeah, no, things are happening and. Um, People are scrambling at the moment, Max. We're, um, you know, the banks are all telling us um, we're busy. We just want to know more business, and we just want to get everything done before Christmas. Not that they're saying no, but they, they've already given us the deadlines. That was a few weeks ago. So it's it's pretty much now everything that's in the system is going to settle before Christmas, hopefully, if everyone does their job correctly. Um, but um, so when you say they've given you deadlines, what what do you mean by that? Oh well, I mean. The one good thing about banks, everyone has a, has a go at banks, but one good thing about them is that they, they do tell you, they say, look, if you want something to settle and it's not complicated, uh, expect to put it in by this date and we will accommodate you. Right. Um, don't come to us on, you know, a week out from, you know, Christmas and expect us to process and get an application in and an approval and book a settlement and, you know, like they'll, they'll tell you. They know what um, type of volumes have been going through, um, and history tells them what's going to happen anyway. So, well, you um, wouldn't be able to settle anyway because all the conveyances are going on holidays. They shut shop right. around what mid December. Yeah, they. It depends who they are. Like they'll, they'll see their files through. Like a lot of that um, businesses, uh, like mums and dads' businesses nowadays. Like unlike um, the solicitors, a lot of conveyances are small. But um, they'll they'll make things happen from their holiday homes, and yeah. you know they make things happen. It's like us. I mean, we're not we're not big corporates. We yeah. we keep an eye on files, and if we're not there, someone else will. You know, we make sure there's someone. Because it's all looking um, at PEXA now. It's all electronic anyway. Settlements. So well, it is, but it's it's someone's still got to say yes or no when yeah. there's a problem, and um, you know. It, whether someone's there or not, if there's a problem, it's a problem, you know. So I get it. Uh, electronically doesn't mean that uh, a problem's going to go away. There's still a human behind it, right? That's right. Exactly. That's right. Well, I mean, let's talk interest rates, Joe. What's what's going on with interest uh, rates? I think the last time we spoke, we were talking about uh, fixed rates um, moving. I think CBA at the last thing had just CBA and uh, had put theirs up and. Um, well, definitely, NAB have recently put theirs up, and yesterday, being the eighth, 
um, Westpac follows suit. So they're all pretty much the same at the moment on fixed interest. So how much are we talking? How much have they gone up? Uh, about uh, 25 points, which is a oh. quarter of a percent mainly. You know, some only one-tenth of a percent or, th- you know, one-third of a percent. But you, you're talking about um, they're just in line with everyone else. So your one years are probably now around the 2.2, two years are two point, you know, two years are about 2.49, three years 2.69 and... Four years are close to 3%, 2.99 or just a bit over. But your variable rate is still the same, you know. That that hasn't gone up and um, the Reserve Bank signalled on Tuesday it's still not thinking of a rate rise for a year. Right. So it's all to do with overseas pressures and all that. And um, So can I ask you then, so Reserve Bank's not raising interest rates, but clearly then the raise in interest on the fixed rate is the bank saying hey, we think that they're going to go up That's anyway. True. Is that what they're saying? They're saying, yeah, we believe the rates are going to go up. And plus, you know, not all the money comes out of Australia. So if they're borrowing the money from overseas, they've got to pay what they're paying over there. So, gotcha. um, you know, the, that money's become a little bit more expensive. So they put it up then. But it's like anything. It's You're gambling. You know, you, you fix your... Int- you know, you... You know, well, I mean, you said quarter quarter percent, right? Yeah, so that's two and a half thousand a year on a million bucks. That's right. So if you wanted to go um, two years fixed or three years fixed, you would have found that um, you know uh, taking out the two years fixed today rather than two days ago at Westpac would cost you two and a half thousand. Three years would cost you three thousand right. um, extra per year. Right. So. Um, and this is where this is where things are going to get you know you know max you're saying that um, prices are going up and they have been going up this is where that will slow down once once people start to work out hang on a minute you know i'm paying mm. another two and a half thousand um you know it, it will just, make a difference it will make oh, a difference of course it will it'll 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 wake people up a little bit so because i've got to tell you with so the, the market i mean it's funny this this throughout these last twelve months, I've seen the market change like three times. Yeah. I reckon, you know, uh, if you recall, we we saw that place in Frankston, yeah, just not even four weeks ago, right? Yeah, Roughly we... four weeks ago, that went absolutely insane. You know, a couple of hundred grand above next door, which saw the week beforehand, um, a lot of buyers. And now I find myself in the marketplace in a couple of areas in uh, mainly sort of Bayside where there's so much more property on the market. Mm. So what's happened is that I think, you know, in the middle of lockdown, people had nothing else to do but to look at property. Do you think, uh, Max, uh, just a question, say that uh, Frankston property was up for auction, say, next week. Yeah. Do you think you'd get the same price or do you think you'd get the same amount of people bidding at high I levels? Reckon, I reckon there'd be less and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because what's happened is, so that particular property was sort of, had one leg in lockdown, one leg out of lockdown, right, right. so to speak. So, so during lockdown, I, I think what happened, not I think, I know what happened is that you know, buyers had nothing else to do but look at property, right? Yeah. They're sitting at home, they're working at home, they're going, let's have a look at this, let's have a look at that. 
there was certainly a lot less stock by stock meaning property on the market because a lot of vendors were worried, right? Or were worried. All of a sudden, restrictions ease, no masks, you know, double vaxxed to inspections. And I gotta tell you, everyone's pretty much double vaxxed anyway in Victoria. There's similar buyers, probably a little bit more buyers, but geez, there's so much more property. And so yeah. what's happened is now there's less buyers turning up to inspections. That's interesting. You know, and even even with beforehand they'd call up, you know, everyone had to make private inspections, right? No one's making private inspections. So what do you do? Well, the key for any vendors out there at the moment, especially in areas where there's um, a lot more property, is just more inspections. The more inspections you have, the more people come to the property and the more chance you've got of selling the property. But I'm gonna tell you, there's, a sh- there's definitely a shift. There's definitely a shift. Um, I don't know if I wanna call it a softening, but certainly a more balanced market. There, yeah, there aren't people falling over themselves in some of the areas that I'm working right now. I think I think you're right there, Max, because I'm finding the buyers out there that talk to me, they're not quite um, they're not quite as desperate as they were. Um, I think that's the, that's a great word. Yeah, yeah they're not right. quite as desperate. They were desperate before six weeks ago or yeah. whatever. But I'm definitely finding. Um, the ones that I've got that wanted to buy before Christmas, they really, really wanted to buy. Well, they've softened up a bit and said, oh, that's okay. We haven't found the right thing, whereas before it really didn't matter if they found the right thing or not. Close enough will do, let's buy it, you know, which is not a great way to look at things. And I think even when you you hear the buyers saying, um, like they tell you, I remember remember hearing in the middle of lockdown saying, oh, there's not a lot of stock on the market, is there? Yeah. And now they're saying, oh, there's a lot of property out there. I, of course. I, thanks for opening up on a Sunday because I couldn't make yours on Saturday. I had so many inspections. And That's like, interesting, yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, so, so yeah, look, I mean, still very strong, though. I've got to say, yeah. the market's still very strong in, in many areas. I yeah. mean, there was um, a property I, I saw in Brunswick near a property that we're looking at potentially putting on the market next year that sold in, like, two weeks yeah. for $1.25 million. Um, a price that you know surprised me a little um, for a single fronted sort of newer type townhouse, and then one you you saw uh, not far from our neck of the woods in Bentley East, you know, a new large home in on a main road um, that sold for two point six million. You know, pretty big price, pretty big price. So, yeah. so there's certainly still an appetite for good property, good quality property, yeah. and. Um, but, you know, if you're selling, you've just got to make sure you tick off all the boxes. Yeah. You've got to have it presented well and, and, and everything that goes along with it, marketed well. And I so think um, something I haven't brought up for a while and I sort of, in discussions with someone at the moment about um, the, um, you know, the professionals that people employ to help them buy, um, I just can't stress enough uh, about solicitors or conveyances that actually know what they're doing. And it's all right to, you sometimes hear of conveyances that are cheap or they do the job well. Well, how well and how ex- how experienced are they? And I, I think it's something that um, buyers need to really um, look at. Um, I know we look at the property, we just wanna make sure that we're buying the right property, and mm. that can sometimes mean there's something wrong with it legally. 
um, whereas you don't want to get into a contract that things that you don't know about this property. Yeah. And a good conveyancer, you know, an agent should tell you these things, but um, sometimes you really, really got to be careful. You pay a little bit extra. And, and my advice and is to people is to really make sure you've got yourself a good solicitor or conveyancer that knows what they're doing, has been hopefully referred to you by people who have used them a bit and that has been doing it for a long time. Um, and if you if you need someone, by the way, reach out to us, guys, because... Um, well, I mean, we know people out there. Um, I couldn't that, agree with you more about that. Um, so, you know, this is for people that are not only buying but selling too. So they can make... They can make, uh, I know they can make um, the broker's life a hell of a lot easier, the, your life a lot easier, and the real estate agent's life a lot easier. So uh, be careful and um, you know, just remember that's just one thing you need to consider also. Yeah, I, that reminds me of a little story that uh, you know, it does highlight how important a good conveyance is. I, I recently, I manage a, a property, Strata manage a property, that a buyer bought into it and um, the conveyancer told him, so this is a three lot subdivision, technically it's apartments and shop, right? Yeah. And his conveyancer told him, oh, there's nobody corporate, it's not required, there's no strata, it's not required, it's just insurance. And you know, anyone that knows even the most basic concept of strata, a three lot subdivision requires an active body corporate and active strata management. That's the law, right? So it's amazing they got that advice and they basically bought a property thinking that the body corporate fees were $800 a year, yeah. but they're actually three and a half thousand. <laughs> and it's buyer beware, right? They, they basically, there's nothing, I mean, they can probably have some recourse against their lawyer. Yes. But as far as the, the previous buyer, it's just, that's, you know, caveat ectal, buyer beware and uh, end of story. So. Well, look, guys, um, so, you know, there's still a lot of activity out there. There's still quite a bit to be done before Christmas. Um, but I don't think we will have another podcast before Christmas, Joe, as will be probably the new year. And chances are we'll probably do it remotely because we'll probably, hopefully, be away at uh, yeah. someplace. I'm hoping to get into state, but uh, these border closures are looking a bit tough. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, from, from my end, guys... Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, we want to wish you all a, a very Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah to those uh, uh, of the Jewish faith, and, and of course, Happy Holidays to everybody else. And really, just have a, a great Christmas, uh, yeah. celebrate it with your families, and, and have a great New Year. And we'll catch you in the New Year. And over to you, Joe. Well, that's the same, you know, same from me too. All the best, and keep safe and well. And uh, we'll 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 see you. Um, and hear from you early in the new year and and those enough lucky enough to buy um, a property or still looking you know don't don't give up because I know there's always a bargain or two can be had around Christmas time um, but um, that's another story too so anyway look after yourselves and we'll we'll hopefully uh, hear from you early next year and you can hear from us too see you guys bye